This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and joined by returning guests, Jose Fubar Sanchez and Steve Tilly. Gentlemen, how are we doing this fine afternoon? Doing good. That's real good. Yeah, doing pretty good. It's, uh, real. it's warmed up, warmed up a little bit here in Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> we're down to like we're up. I mean, we're up to uh, minus seventeen. That's is it? Is it up when you're still minus? It's up, man. It's up from from forty below. That's up. I'll take it. It's like we're still down to seventeen. <laughs> now, do you wear electrical pants or any type of electrical clothes to stay warm? No, oh, man, I'm I'm born and bred Albertan. I go naked. Yeah, let all hang out. Let my balls freeze off. No, like, um, I actually went out for a little stroll the other night when it was, I think it was about minus 30, minus 32. Okay. And, um, summertime. Summertime. Summertime, yeah. And it was okay. Like, if you dress for it, I don't want to sound like a classic, you know, cold climate resident, but if you dress for it, it's fine. The only thing is the the wind. Like, uh, I had a, a, like a thermal face masking on, mm. but there's just like, it, the, it, there's an opening in the nose for you to breathe through, and there's just enough of my cheeks exposed oh. that I can feel them starting to get a little frost nippy mm-hmm. after about 15 minutes. So I headed back. But I went out last night for a walk. It was like minus 20. It was beautiful. It was great. It's like Andy Reid in that Chiefs game where he had like the frost on his mustache. <laughs> I had, like mustache under the ice over. I was getting uh, uh, the the warm air coming out of from below the mask was uh, icing up my my beautiful luscious eyelashes. So like every time I blinked, like my eyes went stick stick shut. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's hilarious. And Jose, yeah. what's the coldest like, climate you've ever lived in? Uh, I mean, I've, I've been in the Bay Area my whole life, so it gets, it gets down to like 30, it's been like 35 <laughs> Fahrenheit before. I uh, wish. Oh, that's nice. I was, well, funny, uh, circling back to, to, I have 49ers on the brain, so the last time the 49ers played the Ravens in the Super Bowl, I was in Iceland, and it was like, just went to the airport, we're supposed to fly home the day of the Super Bowl, and it was just, I mean, torrential like snowstorm, and I'm like, there's oh, no, apps like any other country in the world they're like we're canceling the flight you guys can fly tomorrow i said was like now nah, give us like five minutes to thaw everything out we'll be good <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough 
Oh, I don't know what they make the planes in Iceland out of, but we were like, just right through the snowy tarmac and onto the skies. <laughs> I just like, put a snow plow on the front wheel. Which is like, like sitting on the plane, looking at the snowfall, looking at the snow, just collect on the wings. I'm like, there's no way this plane is taking off. Sure enough, it was like, no, we're good, fam. Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my beer, I'll get you there. Oh my goodness. Okay, before we go any further, if anyone wants to support the show, please check out our fine sponsors. First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports, if you're into wrestling, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code podcast 20 to receive 20% off. They got a ton of stuff from the wrestling world, all the major sporting leagues, comic books, old video games, new, anything you want, they have it. Best thing is they ship worldwide. Even better, they update daily. So please visit them at firstrow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Splunky, Shadow of the Colossus, World of Warcraft, and so many others. Everything you see on their websites of Available in paperback and ebook format, so please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link, it takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t shirts, travel mugs, phone cases, anything you need or want, it is there. But the easiest thing, the best thing, the freest thing to support the show is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, most specifically Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. All right, gentlemen. So, what have we been indulging? It's the new year. You know, okay, how about this? We're off the bat. I know we're going to touch on video games, but I, I want to touch on it first. We usually save it for last. But are you one of those that also want the video game awards moved into, say, February? So then the late releases could get a little bit of, you know, of their own flowers? Yep. I feel like, I mean, I, it, it's so tough because, like, a lot, I mean, I, back in the back in my day... <laughs> Back in the day, like the biggest, like some of the bigger games were saved to like November, right? And mm-hmm. and by the and by the time you get to November, when like, well, these games are the ones that are going to be like the game of the year candidates, and like they've been out for like a few weeks. Like this game I was playing back in January that I played for six months. I kind of forgot about now because I played <laughs> for six months until the. I think it's going to be like this is going to be a hit. This is going to be fire. Like when Cyberpunk first came out, this game is going to be great. Right in a couple years. <laughs> We should put it in the award show now. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, give, give give the games time to come out. Let them come out. Let the yeah. let's get a calendar year of games in, right? And then do awards. I think so. It's only fair, right? Yeah, I mean that's how that's how the uh, the Oscars and the Emmys do it, right? They give the awards in, in January and February after you've had the full year to digest all the year's offerings. I mean, I'd like to see the game awards also change the format a bit and give. Like actually give out all the awards to human beings on stage. Like I know this is we've been yammering about this a lot since the last uh, since the Game Awards, but the, the show really has become almost like like just a commercial a highlight yeah. reel. Yeah, like a commercial, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know, no disrespect to, to Jeff Keighley and the, the work he's done. It's amazing that he, he gets these things out every year. You can imagine the effort behind it. But I would like to see. Like so many in this, the past game awards, so many of the awards were given away, like just on the screen. Like, oh, they went to this guy, went to this guy. And give those fucking awards out. Like, let the people come up on stage, give them more than 30 bloody seconds mm. to say thank you to whoever they want to thank. We got to get to the next act, Steve. We got to get to the next act. Like, I want to see it be like an actual awards show rather than just like a, a, a reel of like commercials and trailers and previews, right? But, you know, that's probably what draws viewers and makes the money. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah. But, but, to your point, yeah, we should see like the full slate of games released for the year and have like, you know, a, a few weeks, months to, to digest it before we decide which ones 
Or do six months. Do every six months. Do summer game awards. Winter game awards. There you go. And it's like, okay, cool. Because there's a lot of games, again, that get screwed. Because you're like, this game was so good until this game came out. And totally shit on its story and dreams. (laughs) You're like, oh, but I love that game so much. Yeah. I feel bad for uh, Spider-Man 2. Like, I... Uh, that's why I've been playing a lot lately. I've been done putting a bunch of time in Spider-Man too. And, and holy shit, like any other year, that would have been Game of the Year, I think. But uh, Baldur's Gate 3 obviously stole all of its, all of its thunder. And I, which I haven't played a lot of Baldur's Gate 3, but everything I've read about it is amazing. But I just wish that, you know, it's too bad that a game of the caliber of Spider-Man 2 couldn't get uh, a little more recognition. But, you know, it's an embarrassment of riches, am I right? Like, we had a... We had a, a crazy year last year for, for video games so there's a lot of competition I think yeah, so it's so true and, and Nintendo was smart releasing all their gems at the end of the year too so it's like it's fresh in everyone's mind and then the nostalgia factor yeah. so you know they squeak in there always every year and again no knock yeah so I played both Super Mario Wonder and Super Mario RPG and they are fantastic I actually think Super Mario Wonder is probably one of my top three Mario games right now it's it's crazy how good wow. It keeps getting like that's the thing. There's so 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 many details, so many powers. It's the most solid platformer I've ever played in my life. Like, oh, it, it, it's Are so you saying good. it's wonderful? It could just be. <laughs> no, but if someone's a Mario fan and is on the fence, no, it's not just your again typical Mario. They did change a lot, but again, the formula still is intact, right? But I just like the suits. Like, there's there's so many things. Like now you could add power ups, so every level you get to choose a certain power up to either help you or get certain stuff that you couldn't get before. So there's the replay factor, and no, it, it's fantastic. And of course, playing four player is the best. So who can complain there? Do you think they drop a Mario Galaxy next go round? Could be. Don't get my hopes up, man. Uh-huh. Could just be. Uh-huh. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, is it ready? Are we ready? Are we, are we maybe, a, maybe a Switch 2 launch title? Ooh. You've got secrets. You've got secrets, Steve? You've got secrets? <laughs> you know something we don't know? My, we? my uncle works at Nintendo, so yeah, I know. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, well, speaking of the Switch 2, what do you think they should call it? Because I you, you see so many names. Should it be the Super Switch? An Switch homage? U. Switch Switch U. Switch U. Come That'd on. be perfect. Like, just confuse the hell out of everyone and make that same mistake again. Yeah, it should, yeah. I, did, I mean, it's going to be on Switch 2, I would think, right? Like, you think? Maybe now it's time for Nintendo. Would you for think? the Super Switch? But Switch, I don't think it will be Switch 2. Switch 64? Oh, Switch 64. Switch 64. <laughs> Ultra Switch... Ultra Switch, there you go. What if they don't even have the name Switch in it? How about that? I mean, they keep changing everything else. That'd be insanity. Right? It's like, guys. They they have to learn from the the Wii to the Wii U kind of debacle. Like, you. Well, I mean, actually, in that sense, like, people thought the Wii U was like an add on or something for the Wii, right? As opposed to a whole new. You know, yeah. generation of console, but True. I don't know. I, if they if they don't go with Switch Two, which seems like the obvious choice, like um, I don't know. Yeah, super. Switch. I don't know. Maybe like, 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 like Xbox, you would you wouldn't even know what generation it is because you know, like, a, like they'll, they'll call it the next Nintendo Entertainment System. All right. So, we'll have you guys play throughout the year if you did play any games that would be categorized as twenty twenty three games. Does uh, does the Tears of the Kingdom fall into 2023 games? That's the game I played the most of this year, of according to my uh, all my apps 
that say, here's what you played. And it was like, the last game I played on my PlayStation, I think it was Exo Primal, and I did a stream with Vic and Bear in, like, July. And I was like, all right. <laughs> my PlayStation was pissed at me. It was just like, you played four games this year. That's how four Is that it? Because I did play a lot of stuff on Steam Deck, but it was mostly uh-huh. just, like, emulation stuff, Because, but then they took that off. So I don't do that right anymore. So, yeah. Um, I'd say Tears of the Kingdom is probably the game I played the most. That's a good choice. I got I got that for Christmas, um, oh. but I have not I have not actually cracked it yet. Yeah, it's I been. Think, uh, I think I think the last time we talked, you said you hadn't played it yet. I was like, what? Did <laughs> <laughs> your switch was in storage or something? I put I put like so many hundreds of hours into uh, you know that's into Breath of the Wild, and um, and I've heard nothing but good things about Tears of the Kingdom. So like, that's on my list. Baldur's Gate three on my list. A replay of Cyberpunk's on my list now that it's good, and <laughs> they they got the Phantom Liberty DLC, which was supposedly great. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, the the only thing I really got started diving into finally was uh, Spider Man Two, which is of course incredible. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I feel it's almost like it's almost like intimidating in a way now because there's all these good games I missed out on. Like I like I told I you guys, I was moving into a new house last year, so I didn't have my consoles for a while. And now that everything's back and everything's set up, everything's sweet again. It's like this, the the backlog is so daunting. I don't even know where to begin. So like when I see this piling. Awesome games that I, that I want to play. I'm like, I can't decide. I just play Rocket League. You know, just fall back to Rocket. League. Old faithful. And then you know, there's just there's just more games coming out. Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, by the time you get to that backlog, there's going to be 12 other games you want to play. I'm like, when did that come out? At the beginning of the year, what was I doing? Oh, I was catching up on last year's games because I did not play those. Damn. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, there's, it's, it's such a daunting thing. Like, remember when we had to play games all the time, Steve? Like, yeah. All man, we did was just like. God, I, I think about that. I was like, where did where was the t- where did time exist? Why was time so different back then? It was like <laughs> five games a week. Well, games were shorter games too, right? Like, That's the other thing. They weren't I like mean, the sixty yeah. to hundred hour experiences they are now. It depends on the game. Like I remember powering yeah. through as a dragon. I think it was like one of the Ben and I had to review Dragon Age before GDC, and I'd mm. gotten it. It came out like the Friday of GDC, and I think we got a copy on like Tuesday, and I. Plow through it two days straight. I think I got 21 hours of gameplay. And I was like, I'm going to finish this game. Because <laughs> oh this is going to be a busy week. I got to do GDC and then finish the rest of the games I got to play. That's crazy. I don't remember blinking. It was just... That was like, oh, it was such a good game. So that's always the best. When it's like a good game and you like you want to plow through it and you do it. Like, yes. Yeah. Like that last thing. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, how about this? Not to throw anyone under the bus, and you don't have to say who it was it for. Have you guys ever were offered a review, but they didn't have time to finish it, but then just bullshit through the whole review? No. Pure professional. Huh? Like yeah, like I've, I've definitely reviewed games I haven't finished. Um, well, yeah. Especially for the show. Like that, like that was tough. Like I was, um, like, June and I had full time jobs while we were uh, doing the show. So if we had to do you know, three, four games a week. Sometimes you just don't have time. Like, you just can't power through it. It was great when it was a game that you wanted to play anyway. Yeah, but, that's um, true. Sometimes you just got to put as many hours into it as you can and, and, and just sort of based off that. But, it's, which it's is a, not, it's not a, ideal. It's a lot easier for, like, sports games because, like, there's no end. Um, okay, I play a few games. I get it. 
I understand how the mechanics <laughs> of the game point. work. Right. Uh, I think you got it really good at Madden. Like, I'm a very Madden bad. is the final boss in Madden. You got to beat Madden. I'm gonna call the place and you gotta get the first down in the end zone. Throw the ball. Pass overalls, but you're like, what? Godzilla-sized Madden storms out of the field. Oh, my God. that's hilarious. So you guys yeah, never had to play a full season? NFL Street, Madden boss, just saying. Oh, yeah, I know, right? So you guys never had to play a full season of, of baseball then and review that? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, God, no. Yeah. It winds down around game 147. <laughs> I feel like my players were getting a little more fatigued. Uh, they weren't, you know, taking their days off seriously, and uh, I had to bench oh. a lot of guys. Game gets a six. <laughs> gets the, worst a six. Is when it, the worst is when it was like a game, you'd go in, you'd be like, this game's going to be a five, change my mind. Like that's a couple, oh. there's a few games I went in and was like, this game, I can just tell from what I've seen, Sure, this game is going to be garbage, but blow my mind. Okay, how, games, like, oh, how about shit. this? Was there any games you guys reviewed that you guys loved, but everyone else critiqued? Yeah. Splatterhouse. Really? Ben and I reviewed that. And I was like, this game is great. It was, like, it was like the new Splatterhouse came out. And I was like, this game is awesome. Ben was like, you're crazy. And I was like, no, it's great. Same goes for like Dark Souls. Like I hated Dark Souls at first. And then I, my roommate was really good at Dark Souls. And he taught me how to play Dark Souls. Then I was like, mm, okay, I get it. I see it now. This game is great. Dark Souls 2, the first, the second one. First one, I was like, fuck that. It's ridiculous. It's hard. The second one, I was like, oh, oh man. Ben and I, I mean, I must have put like 12 hours into it. And I was like, I just... It's so maddeningly frustrating. Like I don't want to play this game anymore. Like I'm so irritated. And then my roommate was like, "Bro, get this mace here. Jump off this thing. Get this and just start dominating." <laughs> and I was like, oh, 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 "I'm so good at Dark Souls 2. It's great." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever uh, loved a game that everybody else hated. My one game, one of my favorite games of all time was uh, we probably talked Rocket about the show too. Was was, was yes. Rocket League. Uh, that too. But. Um, was uh, Prey, the Prey that came out, I don't know, was it six, seven years ago, the, the, the sort of redo of Prey that's set on a space station, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was by Arcane, and I think it's the best game Ar- Arcane's done. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, you like Dishonored kind of, kind of stuff, but it's like, I like games, um, well, there's a, there's a, there's a, like, a immersive sims, I think is what they call games, where they kind of just put you in a world, and you try stuff, and you don't necessarily think stuff's going to work and then stuff does work like um, the original Deus Ex which is oh. again one of my all time favorite games okay. was like that where you could like well I got to get up to this vent but I don't have the uh, the leg augmentation that lets me jump that high but I got real strong arms I'm going to get a whole bunch of fucking crates and build me a crate <laughs> pyramid and climb it up to this vent and games that let you do stuff like that are sure. like that and Prey, Prey was a lot like that it's a lot like the um, like the original Deus Ex so yeah Prey is one game that I find is really kind of Love it or hate it, like a lot of people just could not get into it. I played that thing all the way through three times. It's one of those games where I wish I could wipe my brain and mm. forget about it and then go back and play it again. Oh, one of those. But uh, I wipe I don't the memory. Love the game that everybody else hated. Yeah, I mean the ultimate game for wiping your memory is. Uh, have you guys played the Outer Wilds? Did we talk about the Outer, Outer no, Wilds? No, but I. Many people have told Wilds. me to play this, and I haven't played it yet. Yeah, man, it's that good, really. Yeah, that's a. It's so good, uh, but just you got to try and know as little about it as possible when you go in. Okay. And wild, it's a game. Wild, not world? Not world, wild. That's, that's, right, that's where it gets confusing. <laughs> they like, they, they sure came out like did. months apart, too, I think, yeah. But Outer Wilds is the one where you start on a little planet, you get in the spaceship, and you basically explore a solar system. Yeah. And you don't know what you're supposed to do. You just go places, 
investigate stuff and unravel the mystery of this big civilization that came before. And the wild thing about the Underwilds, no pun intended, is that you can literally finish the game in 15 minutes, start to finish. Awesome. But My type of game. To get to that point, <laughs> to get to that point, you have to put in hours and hours of gaining knowledge. Like it's not like a oh, like a Metroidvania where you gain skills right. or equipment. Yeah, yeah. All you gain is knowledge about how things work and where you have to be at certain times. And once you know it, you, like like, the, like the, the game's open on a time limit. I think it's like twenty two minutes, and every twenty two minutes the game ends. You start yes. over again. Yeah. And you use the knowledge you accumulated in your previous runs to figure out where to go and what to do. And then, yeah, you finish the game within 20 minutes. But, man, it is – if I could purge one game from my memory, it would be that game just so I could play it again. Because you can't you can't go into it fresh once you play it once. You know what you have to do. It's all based on the knowledge you gain from playing the game. So once they invent the technology to erase memories, I'm going to erase the memories <laughs> of that time in, like uh, – that's grade seven dance when I tripped and oh everybody laughed at me. So I'm going to erase that memory and then I'm going to erase the memory of the other wild so I can play it again. That's like, what was that? Uh, any of any of the, that that puzzle game where you have to like solve the things? Oh, what the hell is it? Oh, oh the puzzle game where you have to solve the things. Yeah, the things, I, I, you know, like where yeah, it's just all, exactly all puzzle you know, games. Like right? Videos. There's like weird videos. Oh, what the hell was it? Oh, not, uh, not witness. Yeah, the witness. Yeah, okay. Same, okay. same kind of thing. Like you can, I mean, you're just like, yeah, hey, I don't know, go figure out puzzles, and then you're like, okay, all right, let's let's do this. But then like, there's a there's a like if at the beginning of the game there's a puzzle you can solve if you solve it correctly, it takes you right to the end of the game. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Does so it's like if you're looking at a specific puzzle that's like literally the front the first doorway in the witness and you solve that and you do like you just angle yourself correctly and there's like oh there's a puzzle here i can solve you solve it just end game end imagine the people that play like is that it <laughs> if you're really good at the game it's a really yeah. short game over that's it that's one of those things you're like god there's so many there's so many different varieties of puzzles you're like how the hell am i supposed to remember all these puzzles and then when you solve one, you're like, my brain is so, my, my brain's amazing. Most amazing brain. Most amazing brain you've ever seen. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, before we get into what we've been watching, too, and what we've liked from last year, my shout-out for Game of the Year was Sea of Stars. I'm actually still playing it. I'm loving this old-school RPG turn-based. If people liked the original Final Fantasies and, again, Super Mario RPG, this is right up your alley. Again, with Octopath Traveler, same deal. It's you could tell who made this. The the makers were like, uh, it's an homage to everything. Like you can see homages to like Mega Man. Like in certain parts, there's like stances, like the music, like there's like you could tell these people grew up on 16-bit and 8-bit video games, and they wanted to make their video game as an homage to everything they played before. And the story is amazing. It's a long game. I was gonna say unfortunately, but I like I thought it was gonna be less than like 20 hours. I think I'm sitting like at 25 and it doesn't seem like I'm still at the, the end. So if anyone wants to check this out, I highly recommend CS Stars. Yeah, man. What's it on? It's good things, but that's awesome. What are you playing it on? I'm what actually playing it on uh, PlayStation because it was one of the free games. Oh, okay, cool. I like that. Like, currently, like, I can go and download it right now. It's free. If you have, was the, like, oh, you missed it. it was you have December. to have one of the plans, not the basic plan. You have to have the the second tier. What is it? The extra, the oh, PlayStation yeah, yeah. extra. Yeah. Uh, of course. Too many subscriptions, man. Too it's many true. That's the problem, right? Subscription fatigue. You got to pick and choose. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pick and choose, gentlemen. Okay, so what have you guys been watching last year? Like, let's let's start off with with uh, I guess movies. 
Well, what was what are your favorite twenty twenty three movies? God, jeez, man. Was in uh, Super Mario movie in uh, on my birthday. That was like my first movie in the theaters. Well, at least a year because I went I went to a special screening of Big Trouble in Little China, the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, but I think that was the in. only Always. movie I saw in the theater last year was Mario. I remember going to the movies all the time. It used to be a great experience. No, not anymore. Um, but, yeah, not, not so much. Oh, no, I did see Turtles. That's a lie. I saw the new Turtles when I was at okay. New York Comic Con in New York because I was like, well, we're here. I got to go see the Turtles. Everybody wanted to go see Barbie and Oppenheimer. I said, Turtles is out. <laughs> let's, let's, pivot. let's pivot here. I don't want to go see six hours of movies. I want to see the Turtles. That was also very good. Did I did watch the new indie when it came out on Disney Plus. Okay, perfect. There were dials. There was Destiny. Were they like, uh, Destiny yeah. <laughs> there wasn't. Like, it wasn't like Peter Dinklage Destiny though. You know, like it was like let's <laughs> rehash. Peter Dinklage ultimately replaced by Nolan North because Peter yeah. Dinklage, <laughs> you know, noted actor, couldn't deliver the lines convincingly. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with Detroit Baker, Indiana Jones, which we saw. Some of us saw today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a movie game. What the yeah, great circle? The great circle. Like, yeah, like what? Can we talk about the titles of the? Come on, Todd. Movies like, like come yeah, on, Todd. Like we got the Dial of Destiny. Like, man, if there's anything that I, I, I associate with it, with adventure and excitement, it's it's Dials. Yeah, that's <laughs> Dials. So sexy. The next, the next section, they would definitely be circles. Like anything round, man, that's adventure. Round things, adventure. But Dials of this, like great not just circles. Any, not, yeah. not just any circles. Great no. circles. Great circles. Yeah. Like when I'm Indiana Jones and the the freaking I don't know murderous idol of you know yeah, evil like, cool yeah. adventure like, or something. Yeah, the and great circle. Indi- Indiana Jones and the circular murder. Birds. Like, whoa, that sounds cool. I don't know. A great, like, just a great circle. Yeah. Like, I want, like, Indian. Tem- temple. Not just a temple. A temple of yeah, temple doom. Of doom. Right? Yeah. What kind of temple? Oh, a temple sounds cool. I'm going to explore a temple. Yeah. What kind of temple? The temple of doom. Holy shit, that's even way better temple. That's a cool, cool temple. You but know what I've always wanted have... to be? I've always wanted to be a raider. What are we going to raid? I don't know. Maybe the lost <laughs> Ark of it. Fuck, that sounds great. Like, do you want to go on a crusade? Yeah, what kind of crusade? Let's go on the last one. <laughs> Last crusader. <laughs> yeah. you know, Indiana Jones and the you know the pretty pretty adequate triangle. You know, Indiana Jones and the OK square. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the hot Sign me up for this adventure. Oh my goodness. Oh, how about you, Steve? Yeah. What have you been uh, indulging in? Oh man, I, I, like, I think probably the last time we talked to, we talked about. It. I, the, the one movie I remember seeing in theaters last year was. Uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, which was oh. which was fun. It was a lot of fun. I hope you have a cool to that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I recently watched that. Uh, what was that movie on Netflix with uh, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke? And it's like the end of the world kind of. Oh yeah, it's like say no more less or something. Whatever. Like the, uh, yeah. where all the Teslas die and all the power dies. Like, yeah, 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 all the Teslas. Like a two yeah. and a half hour movie. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I think I saw just, how long it was, and I was like, mm, I'll save that for a rainy day. Oh, it's, it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie that just sort of ends when you think there should be another two-and-a-half hours. What? what the fuck happens now? Like, uh, what the hell happened I'm, next? I'm glad it's to hear just, that now. Yeah. I would have been pissed if I sat through two-and-a-half hours. And right? Like, like, it's getting to the end. They introduce, like, they bring in, like, Kevin Bacon's character, and, like, you know, stuff's going to happen. They found this bunker, and then, boop, over. <laughs> I guess that's how the book ends. I haven't read the book. I guess the book ends on a similar note. And, um... 
there was never a sequel to the book, and they're saying they're not. There's no plans to do a sequel to the movie. They're just going to leave it. It's it's actually pretty good. I love like I love a good end of the world movie, and I love the end of the world movies where sure. the end of the world is happening, and you're seeing how people react to it. Like, how would you react if the power went out for days? How would you react if like explosions were going off in New York City and stuff like that? Like, it's it's tense and scary. It's almost a little, a little too close to reality sometimes. But um, yeah, so it was actually, for, despite what I just said, it was a good movie. It just, it really, it's one of those movies where the, the ending's really kind of um, ambiguous and you have to kind of think about what you think happens next in that story. But, yeah, it was good. I think Julia Roberts getting some work. She hasn't been around very much. Right, what's, what are you up to, JR? Living off that pretty woman money. That Aaron Brockovich money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you, you didn't watch uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles then, Steve? No, I'm not. No, I, I, because I'm a lot older than you guys. I um, kind of grew up. Same thing with Transformers. I kind of grew up like Turtles and Transformers were just a little bit behind me as I was growing up. Same thing with Pokemon, actually. Like I missed all these things that were really. Big I miss Pokemon too. Don't worry. See the yeah. good thing. See, but here's just a quick caveat. Uh, oh. I like I was in high school when Pokemon was a thing, and I was like, I mean, like it's not the cards that like the teenagers are playing with. It's card, like kids are playing with this. Like, okay, like, like, now it's like, it's literally all I do. Guys, I got some of the Pokemon cards. You guys want to get Jim Mint 10? You look at this. This is my favorite one. Sorry, guys. I'm so out of the Like Charizard, do you like them fit? Do you like them fit? Was that a real card? No, it's like, I found it on Etsy for like $3, but it was still like, oh, okay. Can't not own a thick ass Charizard card. So thick. It's the thickest ass I've ever seen. So explain to like people like me who don't really even understand what's happening. When you're doing this on, on stream, like when you're opening up boxes of cards, yeah. are you looking for like rare? You like you buy a bunch of boxes of cards, you're looking for rare Pokemon cards in there? Yeah, I so. mean, uh it really just depends on the set. Like for me, I'm trying to collect more of the newer stuff. Uh and just trying to put together a whole set and just to see like how long could it take to collect an entire set of the new Pokemon cards. The good thing about, like, the old cards was there's only, like, the first few sets, there's, like, 60, 70 cards in a set. So it's like, okay, I don't need to yeah. buy an abundant. Now the cards are, like, like this new Japanese set just came out. There's 190 regular cards, and then there's, like, 180 God. special cards that are the, the chase cards that you're looking for. Sure. And so it's like, okay, well, I got to buy, like, 80 boxes of these cards <laughs> if I want to complete a whole set on my own. But then, like, if, if, like when I'm doing them on stream, it's like, oh, we're just looking for the big hits and, like, I'm just, just having fun and, you know, shooting the shit with people. I'm just collecting all them Charizards, man. The, the, the value of the, like a card, uh, a gem mint original Charizard first edition card sold on eBay for like $230,000 last year. Last oh, my month. God. Oh, my God. For a card. A card. Two hundred and like oh, a quarter of a million dollars for one card. So that's when oh you're just God. like, but then you look at the value of these cards and just how, like, people are paying so much money for some of these cards. You're like, if I pull one. Like I bought like a, I bought like the the Pikachu and this little fell hat. People were losing their mind because it was like a promotion they did with the the music the Van Gogh Museum, and the, oh. just look at the stories of people like going to get them because they were like free promo cards. And people were just losing their shit, oh. attacking people, and trying to get their card. And I found one on eBay for like a hundred bucks, and then I got it graded, and it came back a ten, and now it's worth like five hundred bucks. Oh, I'm like, shit. sweet! I have this beautiful I have this beautiful piece of Van Gogh art that I'm like, that's when you get the itch. You're just like, well, shit! I can buy like. Buy like some of these older cards, and if if they're good enough, you get them graded, and they come back tens. Then you can you can start selling them. I sold the Elsa Lorcana card for twelve hundred dollars. Oh my card. god! 
it cost me $130 to buy the box. You don't always wow. get the Elsa card, but I pulled that one in my first box, and I was like, let's get this graded. Came back at 10 sold it for 1200 bucks. Boom, let's buy more cards! get <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> so I just have like stacks of cards that are on my for sale list. I'm like, I need to sell this. This one's gonna go for a pretty penny. My thick charge aren't staying with me though. Like I'm not getting rid of my thick charge. <laughs> oh my goodness, Steve, have you ever collected yeah, any it's, it's sort insane. of cards over the years, even if it's sports or anything? Um, no, like I collected like Star Wars cards back in the day. Oh shit. Um, yeah, like around the time of uh, like I had big stacks of um, bad boys. Look at these. Uh, Oh, these are my collection. Sealed. Ooh. Batman oh, wow. 1989. Jack Nicholson Joker. I remember those. Yeah. These are from like the Batman movie. They were yes. 45, oh, I don't know, $45? No way. Wow. Found them in my collection. The gum's <laughs> still in there. I was going to say, is the gum in there? Because the gum's already like cardboard, right? Now, uh, now that gum's going to be like, like just brittle. It's going to just like disintegrate to its shards. <laughs> Mouth lacerating. <laughs> you pink. Wood I think it's room. actually the, it's like the dust from the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> it's the same texture. Like spirits come out when you open the gum. Yeah, I wish I still had like I, I had a whole whack of like Empire Strikes Back cards around the time the movie came out. But um, never been hardcore into collecting. The only thing I really collect, and it's not really hardcore collecting, is like uh, like. Retro games um, complete in box, so I have like a, a decent selection of N64 games, and I have a whole yeah. a lot of Intellivision games um, complete in box and stuff like that. I have like a, a shrink wrapped Intellivoice and the, the three games that went with it. But that kind of stuff, Intellivision, I don't want to get into this nerdy diversion here, but Intellivision was kind of weird. Intellivision cartridges are the, the machine that came out kind of after Atari in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. and um, for some reason, all the stuff that didn't sell ended up in, I think, Peru. Um, yeah, and so like I bought stuff on, e- on eBay. Yeah, and it's like it's coming out of warehouses in Peru. And I finally said to this guy, he was, he was super cagey about. It. He said, "How do you have all these old sealed and television games?" He's like, "No, no, no." So I just did some digging, and for whatever reason, I seem to get all get. I think it's Peru. Maybe maybe I'm mixing up the country, but it's some. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they all got kind of dumped in some country, and and yeah, now I guess there's still like warehouses full of like brand new yeah. television games that are being slowly sold off on eBay. But yeah, that's that kind of stuff. Um, like, I, so I you're saying I should start collecting? I should start investing in this market. <laughs> <laughs> going to be well, out of people San Jose, are... California, real soon. Steve. <laughs> you're going to be like some guy in San Jose has a lot of television games. Like, don't worry about it. Steve. Free shipping. I got a I got a, a shrink wrap uh, copy of uh, ET for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Like that's the game that kind of that sunk the, the video games industry in the eighties. Um, but those actually aren't that hard to come by. Again, like the ones that they didn't crush in the landfill, just ended up in warehouses and and they just tend to resurface. And yeah, they're not even that expensive to get. But no, I mean, I've, I've never never been a card collector. Like I had some hockey cards, and some Oilers cards back in the back in the heyday, but nothing to the extent of what, but. Uh, Mr. Sanchez is doing yeah. yeah. Thrill of the chase, you know, like that that boost you get when you pull that card. You're like, oh, I got something! <laughs> I don't know how much it's worth, but it's big. I don't get it because I I used to collect like again same thing. I used to collect like hockey cards and stuff like that when I was younger. And oh, actually no, I collected Magic the Gathering when it first became popular back in the early nineties. Oh, so yeah. I have like all those old all those old decks. So <laughs> hey, again, if you have a blue eyes, if you have a blue eyes white dragon in your collection. 
Maybe. Yeah, have you ever had mm-hmm. those, like, maybe take a look at them and see if you get any rare in there? Well, I wanted to get rid of it and see what, because they're all still in good condition. Like, I, I went through, like, maybe it was, like, a yeah. one- or two-year phase where, so they're they're barely, like, touched. And so maybe I should go in there. But I'm the same way. I, I don't know. As I got older, I didn't care for collecting. I was more of a guy that was hands-on. Like, if I buy something, I want to play with it and touch it. I don't want to just keep it, so to speak, in, like, a glass yeah. thing. Like, uh, maybe that harkens back to being a European where, you know, you go to every European's house and their couches are all co- covered in plastic and you can't go in the magic Pope room <laughs> yeah. because he might come one day and visit you. So, you, like, you know what I mean? So it was like... So you're saying that couch is still in mint condition? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Package, like, look at that. The resale value on that. Like, it's funny. Like, my, I think my first Mac... Like my first Ooh. iMac I got in like 2011 still has like the cover on the front because I was like, well, why do I need to take it off? It's clear. I'm not going to get the screen all dirty. <laughs> it's fine. Still, nice, still to the, 13 years later, still got the cover off. <laughs> <laughs> Can't update the software anymore, but still, it's uh, vintage. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so I never was really a collector because, like I said, I like to, to play with stuff eventually after. But, well, speaking of old video games and old consoles, do you guys actually remember the first real video game you enjoyed as a child? Because it's hard to remember your first game you've ever right played. Over there. Which one? Right over there. Right there. Amongst I all just, those. I just, I just went to... Hold on, hold on. Stand, I mean, they can't see it on the... Uh, <laughs> he's going to go get it. Oh, my God. This is, this is more of a visual thing I've right now. Imagine he grabs, like, an arcade out of somewhere. Room. He's digging something out of a box. Oh, he's got his NES. Yeah, okay, so right, it's Nintendo. Right. It's the NES. Yeah. We're doing play-by-play here for people who... I, I, I was way old. I was way... Because, again, I'm like... 300,000 years old so the first system I ever played was the Atari 2600 like I played combat on the Atari 2600 that's the first uh, game I played like, was it? yeah and so, like, okay. first game I yeah. ever played yeah my dad had his Atari I still have the combat I don't have the Atari anymore but I have <laughs> the combat still see mine was ColecoVision and it was Donkey Kong oh sweet man I love ColecoVision ColecoVision that's the, lo- that's the lost console no one talks about I find it's true. Like, yeah, it's, and considering, like, it was so big at the time. I remember uh, my aunt had the, you could get, like, a, a literal computer add-on for the ColecoVision. It was called Adam. What? Adam. Really? And uh, it had, a, like, printer and a keyboard. What? And all this stuff, and you could do, like, <laughs> programs of basic on it. <laughs> yeah. Steve's going on eBay right now. He's like, Adam. <laughs> I know, right? I, Peru. I, Why is it shipping from Peru? I don't know. <laughs> I would love to only if it's wrapped in plastic. I'll, I'll only buy a console if it's complete in box. So that's that's kind of my thing. So my my okay. sixty four, my television, my Genesis, and my um, oh, what's the one I have? Uh, Dreamcast. I have all the boxes for them and the the packing content and the manuals. I won't, I'll only buy them if they come with that stuff because I love collecting like the, the original packaging and all the the shit they get with them. And those are getting harder and harder to find. I would love to find a ColecoVision like complete in box. What I'm hunting for now is I'm desperate to find uh, an Apple IIe uh, computer because um, that's what I really started gaming on. Like My oh. friends had consoles, but I would play in the computer class in I don't know, grade 6 or grade 4, whatever it was. Oh, like Return to Castle Wolfenstein. The original, not, not, the, not the, the first person shooter, the original weird 2D right. Castle Wolfenstein and uh, Karataka and like, oh, games like Karataka, that. Oh, like, so good. Apple and Commodore systems, yeah. So I'm now that I, you know, I'm, I have a little more disposable income. I'm dying to find like a, a really, uh, you know, good condition Apple IIe and a Commodore 64. So if anybody out there listening to the podcast, if you got one that's in like great shape, 
get in touch with Steve. Don't get in touch with me. <laughs> I think the Waz actually lives like right down the street. I can go see if he's got any extra. Yeah, can you go see? Just go direct. Like, where'd you get that from? I got it from uh, Steve Wozniak. I got. We got to get another Steve in the mix. <laughs> get one more Steve in the mix. Like, actually, I was talking to Steve and Steve, Steve, and uh, we were talking about Apple IIe coming up, and I just wonder if you had an extra one. Right, making even more confusing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so Steve, 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 and I were talking. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, they think song. Steve, 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 and a. Oh man. Okay. How about TV shows? This is big. This is like I love TV now. Like, because there's so much good stuff now that you can find on any type of streaming service. Again, it's it's just like video games. Oh. There's streaming services everywhere, right? Like, so you got to sort of nitpick. Yeah. Of what you like, and then watch there. But, but anyways, I don't know. Again, huge Marvel fans, all of us, obviously. I don't know if you guys ended up watching Loki, What If, or Echo. Any of those three? I did watch uh, all of Loki. Loved it. Loved it. Yes. Be- I just feel like. Did you like it better than season like one? No, because oh. I didn't know what to expect from season one. Ah, okay. And good point. Season one, I thought was fantastic. Sure. Uh, and then season two, like, lived up to it. You know what I mean? Like, I came in with a, a knowing of, like, what I should expect from Loki. Like, I expected it to be good, and it was really good. Um, it was like, Echo is, like, five episodes, though, right? It's, yeah. it's not that many. It's, like, a short. That's why I so love it. That's definitely on the list. Uh, and I have not dabbled in the, the new season of What If. Oh. But I did really enjoy some Loki. I didn't know. Oh, what no. if I watched it? That's the real question. <laughs> How would I <laughs> What if the next episode of What If? What If? What if I gave it some time? watched. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very, very inception. Like, I, I like the first season of What If. I was looking through the episode list of season two, and, like, I used to love the What If comics. Right? Sure. Like, the weirder, the, the better. But I like stuff like, like, what if, not, these aren't actual, I don't think these are actual ones, but, like, what if Wolverine killed the Hulk, or like, what if Ant May became Spider-Man? <clears throat> I look through the episode list, and it's like, what if uh, Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? And what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I don't know what the Hy- I don't know what a Hydra Stomper is. I don't know. Like, uh, what if Kahori reached the world? Who the hell is that? I don't know who these people are. So, like, I, I need like more familiarity. But I will say, I will say, because in preparation for the show today, I thought, well, I gotta watch one episode because I like season one, right? Just right. So I watched what if. Peter Quill attack Earth's Mighty's Heroes. That was, that was pretty good. good. It was like an 80s era. Yeah, yeah it was an 80s era Avengers. Sort that was of. one of my favorites. Um, and Peter Quill was a kid. Yeah, it was a good one. So I watched that. I thought, well, maybe I'll check out the rest of the episodes because uh, that was pretty good. Loki season two, I got to get around to. I loved season one. Just haven't had a chance to watch season two. And Echo, I was actually pleasantly surprised with. Um, I didn't even intend to watch it, but I thought, oh, it's only five episodes. And I started watching I actually watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing in one sitting. Oh, it's shit. It's only like about half hour long, each episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not too long. And um, I really dug it. I, I, I got okay. really mixed reviews. I really dug it. Like, I really liked the character. Um, I liked, like, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the old Netflix Marvel shows that were really grounded. Ah, um, so it's kind of like that. But, you're right. But How's that five feel? episodes instead of like 13. Yeah, like those those Netflix shows, the, the, the seasons were way too long. They like stretch out a, like literally like a five or six episode story over thirteen yeah, episodes. You're right. This is a five episode story told in five episodes, so it's really tight. Um, I liked all the representation of like uh, the Native American culture, yeah. and I love that they got uh, an actual deaf uh, actress to play to play Echo. She's deaf, and I didn't realize this. I don't know. 
I don't know if the character in the comics is an amputee. I don't think she oh. is, but the actual actress who plays her is. Right. So you see in the original episode how, the, as a girl, the character loses her leg. And I thought they were like CGIing or like using, you know, um, like the greatest CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> no, like <laughs> That's incredible. fake prosthetics to, to make her uh, uh, her artificial uh, leg. But no, like she's really the, the actual actress really has like her, I think it's below the knee on one of her, one of her legs. It's right. yep. um, and, and for somebody who, for an you know, actress who doesn't have a lot of experience other than playing Echo in, in Hawkeye for a bit, she, she was great. And um, like a really good performance when she doesn't speak, you know, she, she doesn't speak. She, she speaks in ASL. So yeah. um, that was really good. That was a tight story. It's cool. So cool to see Vincent D'Onofrio, who is right. now best friends with Victor Lucas, apparently. It was yeah. so good to see I, him. Um, I, yeah, I saw that too. Him back as Kingpin because he's like the best Kingpin. He is. So, he's and, great about um, that. Yeah, so it was, I, I was, thought it was cool. Like it was five episodes was just enough. I don't think I would need any think more so. of that that story, but uh, I would like to see more of these Marvel series, like really condense it down into, into a short season. Um, and, and not necessarily require like, yeah, you had to watch Hawkeye to really get what was going on in an echo, but you didn't have to watch like 13 other series or 13 other movies, right? It was, it was pretty self-contained. That's true. And even Daredevil makes a quick appearance too in, in, in the series. He does. Yeah. I, I was actually, wasn't going to say that cause it's a little bit of a, I didn't know Whoa. that going in. None of that, none of that I didn't know. Well, but yeah. Oh, come on. It's like the first episode this. or something that he shows up. Like <laughs> all a, the cameos. A pretty are, sweet battle between Daredevil and yeah. the first episode. Yeah. It's it's like all those cameos, like even Hawkeye. I like all of them make those cameos in like the first episode. So it's like it's not really a spoiler yeah, if you get yeah. through the first episode, right? Yeah. If it was like Hawkeye an ending thing, okay, I get that. it. But I was not. I was not expecting like Galactus to show up in the, the last episode. <laughs> like really Galactus. Galactus, and then, and then like the Silver Surfer swoops in. I was gonna say right. And then Fantastic Four. Like like it's like that's our first glimpse of Fantastic Four. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm kidding. Please, the fact, that they, the fact that they did like the multiverse Fantastic Four, and they got like all three different Fantastic Four. <laughs> Can you imagine? Movies. Yeah, they got Chris Evans as uh, Human Torch, and it's like, and then, oh, like the one before like that, America, and then the first one. <laughs> what if all oh, the, four, like the old, like, like the Roger the, Corman one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's oh. like you know we got all we got all the Peter Parkers. It was like wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> they just brought in all the Fantastic. <laughs> like, look what they started. Seriously, guys, this is what. This is what we're doing. We're going twelve. This is much crossover. Like you, like you have, so you have Human Torch in the movies. Is 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 you know Chris Evans, yeah. obviously Captain America, and you got like Human Killmonger. Torch in the, the yeah, the, the shitty Fantastic Four is also Killmonger. Like you can't really do that because it's like wait a minute, you look just like this other guy who's already in this universe. That's the multiverse. But wait, wait you're minute. different. You're Captain America in this other universe. You're like what? <laughs> That could that could be actually pretty cool if you think about it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, a that's a what if. What if? <laughs> what if Killmonger was the Human Torch? What if What if Johnny Storm got the Super Soldier Serum? There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just Captain America. Exactly. It's writing itself. Marvel, are you listening? Five episode <laughs> series. What if just What if the Fantastic Four was other characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Why not? Well, again, speaking of what if, I want to go back to that quickly. I was the same way as you, Steve. I, I saw the the list. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't, did nothing really touch. But I was like, no, I want to get through it because the first season was yeah. great. I think the focus on this was the whole, If once you get through it, there's a Captain Carter story arc that goes through like three episodes. And this is the first time they've actually did this because the first season was a complete anthology. Like nothing really coexisted with another right. universe. But this one, no, even the Watcher gets involved and you keep going. And then at the end, you'll see like some, again, I don't want to ruin it, but there's, there's the multiverse is involved. Like, you know what I mean? Literally. 
And <clears throat> they even brought back Doctor Strange. And I think it's trying to set up a whole Captain Carter arc or maybe even a TV or movie that's going to be upcoming soon, right? And just the way it was told, like, same thing. I was like, oh, this is not great. But then I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. I actually now want to see a Captain Carter series or movie. Well, Well, I mean, like, in this world, I mean, as, like, not just as Agent, like, I mean, like, in this universe after the, whatever happens with Doctor Strange. You mean as, like, like, yeah, yeah, because it's, like, a superhero kind of Yeah. Captain Carter, yeah. Thank you, yes, not Agent Carter. I like the the completely random one. Like, what if the Howard the Duck cameo from the Guardians of the Galaxy paid off? What if Howard Duck joined the Avengers? I'll bet at some point Howard the Duck did join the Avengers. Like every single Marvel superhero is Dennis into the Avengers. Oh, where, sure. where was yeah. Howard the Duck during the big fight against Thanos? I mean, he well, could have turned the tide of that battle right off, right? Like he could have just, just didn't see him. Used his, <laughs> used his. I scoured his footage. I was, I watched every inch of footage. I was like, is there Howard the Duck under there? Is he under a foot? Nope. <laughs> He was like, I'm not joining this battle, guys. Come on. I do like the what's your what's your what if? My my what if if you were just like like what do you think would be like, holy shit, this is out of this world crazy. Oh I don't know, man. Like like, some of the old like when the what if first started its comic run, they were getting into some weird stuff. But it was weird weird but like kind of really relatable. Like what if um kind of crossover stuff. And the, the thing is the crossover stuff in the original What Ifs, it all came to pass. Like, you know, I think probably Spider-Man joined the X-Men at some point. I feel like every year has been a part of every team at some point. And I feel like I sort of just said it as a joke, but I feel like what if Ant-May became Spider-Man? I think that might have actually happened at some point in the comments. Maybe whether in What If or some spinoff of Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, what if, what if, what if, there was a lot of like, what if this person got bitten by the radioactive spider and you get a different version of Spider-Man, but then you look at something like the Spider-Verse movies, you got every freaking iteration of Spider-Man That's you could true. ever dream of in those movies. So what if so-and-so became Spider-Man kind of loses its, uh, you know, its novelty when you've seen 300 different spider people on the screen. I, I think uh, my, my what if would be, what if, uh, what if reviews on the run became like the, the, the top rated show ever and we were all so we are all <laughs> just huge uh, stars man there's still huge hope in, in my heart there's still hope in my heart hey everything gets revived nowadays so realized we miss a good review show I'm like oh yeah I miss it everyone misses it you just need like uh, you like what's the current the current gen gen alpha is that like the, the current Generation is that what it is? Whatever it is, whatever we just I don't need them to discover uh, reviews on the run on online and like get really into it, like it'll become its own kind of. These guys were amazing. Weirdly cool thing amongst the uh, the the fourteen fifteen year olds, and then we'll they'll bring us all back. We'll all be like ninety. We'll be like today on the show. We're talking about. We're, we're pretty legit already. Like we're definitely the oldest people talking about video games, especially me. Oh. Like me, Vic, Scott, uh, Ben. Like you're still a bit of a youngster. Boops. How old are you now, Poops? Are we allowed to say that? Can we say 42. that? Forty-two. Are you really? Oh my yes. god! Look at that youthful face. Look at that. It's gonna be that like the the cream of uh, the, the the blood sacrifices that you made. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather think Pikachu all over my face every night. Keeps me young. Ooh, I do that too. This is for, this is for fun. But, I mean, we, we yeah, we were the oldest people talking about video games on TV. I think um, you know, 
But just maybe gave us a bit of a, I don't know, maybe that was part of the appeal of the show, is listen to your dad talk about video games. Listen to your dad. And I yeah, feel like it's a lot of I, I, I definitely feel like it is a lost art. Like, I, there used to be so much of it. It used to be everywhere. Like, everybody's talking about games. But now yeah. it's just like people are just professional gamers. That's all they do. People are just playing games. People forget about the little guys. What about those little gems, man? You should just stick to reviewing small games. Like, everybody's like, I know what Spider-Man's going to get. It's amazing. Zelda's awesome. But what about the Spelunkies of the world? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about the goddamn Spelunkies? I don't, know how to, I don't know how the Spelunky developers didn't hire you as like their community manager or something. Like, Come on, Lost Mouth. I've never met anyone, never met anyone more into Spelunky than, than you. Such a great. Remember, like you, you wish you could wipe your memory. It's different every time you play. <laughs> oh, it actually does do it. There you go. You know, it procedurally generated magic. It's That's like, a good oh, point. It used to be very easy. Like, oh, because that one run I had was very good. Now it's gone. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, one last show I want to talk about before we wrap this up. It's not out yet. It's coming out. Speaking of the Gaming Awards, it was previewed there. Fallout, the TV series. How good does this oh, thing look? Baby. It looks very good. Right? But it could yeah. be very bad. No, don't you say know? that. Don't jinx it. Took the words out of my mouth. Took the words yes. out of my mouth. I, yeah. I, I think it looks it. fantastic. Like yeah. Yeah, like I'm surprised how good it looks. There's this uh, there's some, yeah, there's some, there's some potential there. I think um, with The Last of Us, we've seen how good video game TV can be. Like, right. they really make an effort and and both states. Well, yeah, I think it does because it's it, like, there's no way, there's no way, there's no universe where the Fallout series is going to be as good as The Last of Us, right? It just it can't happen. So it's always going to be compared to that. But if it's just okay, I'll be happy with that. I like I've, uh, I'm hardcore Fallout and. The idea of a Fallout show terrified me because I don't want to see this franchise that I love so much like just be played for laughs and stupidity on TV. But it looks like they're kind of getting the right vibe of like a little bit of dark comedy and yep. you know this cool world, interesting characters. Who knows, oh man? Like like Boob said, it could be it could be it looks really good, but it could be it could be real bad. What do you guys think? What are your hopes? What are your hopes and dreams? I mean, yeah, that's my thing is that I think Last of Us is definitely it's wild, incredible to the source material I think it's really put a, a hard like on the other TV video game show like video game TV shows because it's like now we've seen how good it can be when the material is just like and like like there's granted Fallout is huge open world vast Last of Us is a very contained story That's a good but I feel point like too. man like we finally got something in the video game realm that's good. And then we got the Mario movie, so it's like okay, things are getting. It used to be like ugh, another video game movie, another video right? game show. This is just trash. But now it's things have been getting better. Like the, sh- the shows on Netflix, your Castlevanias, you got your Cyberpunks. Even okay. Twisted Metal, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. enjoy Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. I know yeah, a Twisted lot of people yeah, didn't like it, but it was fun. And Twisted Metal was one of those things too. I was like, this, there's no way. They're going to take a car combat right? and make into a deal. That's what I thought. And then I was like, you know what? Enjoyed it. Yep. Enjoyed it. So the same with Fallout. That's why I'm not like, it looks great. They're on the right path. They just need to not F it up. Because if they do, there's an entirely years, years, multiple generations spanning of Fallout fans who will pick pitchforks and oh, yeah, exactly. murder them to the ground. Exactly. I hope it's great, though. I hope it's well, it has to be because, you know, like the last Fallout game that came out wasn't a big, you know, blast, so to speak. So it's like, and we still haven't heard of... Blast. Yeah. 
We haven't heard of any other game coming out soon, but it's like, yeah, we like follow fan. I'm saying we, but follow fans need this this TV show to be fucking amazing. But yeah, no, I agree. I hope it is good. I'm trying to be optimistic. It looks like they're they're taking a bit from the Fallout Three game because of the way they looked, like, and even the characters. And I think I even heard that Megaton's going to be in it. So obviously yeah, that's, that's Fallout Three. So if they follow the Fallout Three blueprint, I think we'll be all right. Now it all depends on how comedic they want to make it, right? Yeah, and what, follow what's, follow the, what's going to be the story? You know, like because you know there's multiple paths in Fallout. You can be a dick. Yeah, you can be you know okay, I'm trying to help everyone. Oh, that's a good point. Be like a choose your own adventure Netflix show. Like we just like okay, I want to be a dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> my douchebag. Be an asshole. They gotta kill blow. Yeah, get, get the bomb off. <laughs> blow them all up. I don't they got to get if it's going to follow follow three. They got to get uh, uh, Liam Neeson to like cameos with Dad in the beginning. Oh, <laughs> good point. That'd be, that'd be sweet. Liam's Neeson's. I need Liam's Neeson's. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much once again for always coming aboard, talking video games, TV, movies, all the fun stuff. Foobs, promote whatever you want. Floor's all yours, my friend. Uh, you can find me opening Pokemon cards on YouTube at Don Fubar on YouTube or opening random cards. Uh, eventually, I'll get back into Twitch again. I, I got a whole bunch of things updating on my queue literally right now. I got controller ready. Download. <laughs> just <laughs> getting everything updated. I'm ready to jump back into some games, guys. It's been a hot second. Uh, you can find me at Levi Stadium this Saturday watching the 49ers beat the Packers. Or last Saturday and, and, by the uh, time this comes out. Or last Saturday I will be there. And so I'll be heading to back to Levi Stadium uh, next Sunday, or this coming Sunday, uh, to watch the 49ers beat the Buccaneers. <laughs> He's trying to be a fortune teller now. Let's see. We got Green Bay, Tampa <laughs> Bay. We're from the Bay. It's got to be the Battle of the Bays. That's true. That's true. I'm sticking to it. And... Yeah, I got uh, uh, every time we talk, I get I, my social media presence is less and less. I'm working completely <laughs> behind the scenes these days. Uh, I actually deleted, didn't delete my accounts, but I, a couple days ago I deleted uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and even Reddit uh, off my phone because I just find it to be such massive time sucks. And so you're of, still on threads. Oh, <laughs> I threads, deleted threads, deleted threads. Oh. Um, like all these things, I can I, still, I can still access on my computer if I need to. But man, I just I just found myself falling into the and and like um, you know Instagram reels or TikTok videos. It's like an endless. It's such like freaking candy, like empty calories you consume, and you realize three hours later you watched like fifty nine videos, and your 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 life is no better for three it. Three hours <laughs> of me opening Pokemon cards. You're like where am I? Exactly. Well, this, I now that's quality. That's quality video. Watching food open Pokemon cards. It's quality. I would never disparage that. But uh, you know, watching watching dogs do stupid tricks and stuff is uh, anyway. Yeah. So I'm I'm working real behind the scenes these days. I got I, my time in the limelight. I think is come and gone. Unless Vic ever invites me back on the basement, which he never will. I'm just, I just that. He's, I think he's all the time. He's it's such an awkward just hanging out. He's like picks like picks like big leagues now. He just hangs with the actors. Big league YouTuber, man. But the, so I, I would say I would say uh, yeah, don't look for me. Uh, stay off my lawn. Don't bother me. Uh, leave me alone. Don't call me. The Clint just, Eastwood of gaming. Steve, go, go watch go watch boobs open cards. Just stay out of Stay out of my life. Stay out of my lawn. Oh, my goodness. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and X under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on X, the podcast DAP. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast DAP at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. 
support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out, most definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all the major platforms. All right, gentlemen, one last thing. There's again going back to the gaming awards. A lot of trailers, a lot of up- upcoming releases. Was there anything you saw that you want to play in 2024? I always say it's, I, I, yeah, right. It's like I always say it's the thing I have n- I'm not aware of yet. Like I'm gaming awards shows off a lot of like high value. Why is this game so incredible? That's the game I want. That's um, yeah, man. I. Uh, I I, I, it's not that it's not that there wasn't cool stuff shown. I'm just having trouble remembering it, kind of in the moment. Um, I know I yours is probably up there. Is that? I I, I know yeah, Steve's for sure. Is, I think it's Exodus with circle. Matthew McConaughey because you liked his presence on stage. <laughs> that was actually uh, that actually looked intriguing. Like I, that game could be that game could be dog shit, but uh, <laughs> um, I mean that. If, if McConaughey's involved, you know it can't it can't be all bad, right? So um, it, it can at least be all right. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> is it three all right? Is it worth three all, all right? right? I don't know. All right. Two and a half. Two and a half. Just an all right, all. All right, all, and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I think I think uh, Avowed is the only game coming up that I, that sort of sticks in my mind just because I love Obsidian uh, and and love their their stuff. But man, I got like we were talking before. I got such a backlog. I, I haven't cracked Baldur's Gate three. I. Uh, sure. I haven't cracked a replay of Cyberpunk, so I got I got a lot of stuff. I haven't touched Tears of the Kingdom. Wait, yes, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Touch the tears. Touch the tears. <laughs> Breath of the Wild, Tearful Kingdom. Uh, so I got a lot on my list, man. I'm not, I, I'll be playing 2024. I'll be playing 2023 and 2022 games. So ask me in 2026 what my top games of 2024. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I'll throw in the, all the classic Sega titles that they're bringing back, like Shinobi, Golden Axe, and so many others. Oh, Those look good. Jet, Those... Jet Set Radio, yeah. Oh, Jet Set Radio, yeah. There's another yeah. one. And it's supposed to be open world Jet Set Radio, so... Is it, is it Jet Set or is it Jet Grind? Oh. Don't know. Jet Set Grind. Jimmy Jet Grind. Jimmy Jet Set, wait. Jet Grind. Jet Grind Radio, right? Is it Jet Set Radio also? I don't know. Which one are they remastering? I guess we'll have to Which one do we get? on that note he's jose he's steve i'm steve this is the podcast peace